talk about fashion, just a friendly heads up, this episode is being recorded on the 25th of May, but it's going out on the 14th of June. Hello, future Misha and Molly, how's things? Are you hope well? Hope it's sunny. I hope so too. It's sunny today. This is true. Yeah, no, I think things are picking up. I think things are picking up, lads. Hopeful. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Pod. if you want to get in touch with us. Today we've got some questions about fashion and some people talked to us on Instagram, which was really, really nice. And if you wouldn't mind giving us some reviews and some rates on iTunes or Spotify, you can follow us, you can rate us, you can tell your friends, you can tell your cats and dogs about us. Anything you can goes such a long way. Thank you. Beautiful. And do consider putting us on your Insta story as well. Not only yes. will you be looking cool, uh, throw in like a little gift, throw in your location, throw in a song, I don't know. Uh, yes. We'll be supporting an independently made rural fashionista podcast. We love to see it and hear it as you are right now. <laughs> and feel it and experience it. Ooh, so as you all know from all of you following us on Instagram, which I'm sure you all know, uh, we do love our clothes. Yes, absolutely. We do love our fashion. Mm-hmm. And we believe there's a lot more to the story than what lies on the outside. So we decided mm-hmm. to use this episode to delve into our fashion past. Ooh, I don't know why I'm putting on a spooky, spooky. voice. <laughs> Anything in the past is spooky. So who will, uh, this is true, it, it doesn't exist, which makes it spooky. The past literally doesn't exist. Time. But it did exist. Yeah. But doesn't it has to exist somehow. The only thing that exists now. It only exists in our heads. Well, the no, past we and the future only exist in our in our heads. Well, we recorded podcasts in the past and now they're on like Spotify. So they're still there. Okay, okay, fair. But they're, they're, they're there right now. They're not there in the past. I remember in college we were doing this thing. Um, it's like a film theory thing where like, taking the photo is the death of the subject because as soon as you take the photo that moment's over and that just ruined my whole week when I learned that I was like oh my god the death of the subject wow like I don't you know how to feel about all the uh, film photos do you know what that is. was that happened that happened um the week Darcy died so I felt oh, like no. shit because all the pictures of my dogs was literally the death of the subject and I was like wow film theory sucks yeah that put it oh, down but that... things. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fashion! <laughs> Fashion! Hooray! So, which one of us will confess our fashion lives first? I'm going to start at the start, if that's okay. And I'm going to talk start about my childhood. Start. What was your yes. first outfit? <laughs> I don't remember my first Wait, outfit. let's start with the present. What? Who are you wearing right now? <laughs> who am I wearing today? Well, let me tell you. I am wearing Dunn's grey tracksuit bottoms. Seven year old, Beautiful. God bless. And I'm wearing my Trinity FM hoodie because TFM loves you. They really it's do. It's so cute. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. What about I you? Love. Um, I am wearing, this is so not vegan, uh, my mom's sheepskin slippers. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm doing some amount of yoga right now to get it into the picture. <laughs> the me and Misha are on a video Just call. her legs are nearly up to her ears with this pose, I tell you. I can see them though, they look great. Um, I'm wearing a pair of tracksuit bottoms I bought off Depop. Um, I just couldn't find, I was asking, that. I'll talk more about Depop later because it's a mm-hmm. gas place. But I was asking all the girlos for the length of their like skinny tracksuit bottoms. I love a skinny tracksuit okay. bottom. Yeah. And all of them just went way past my ankle. They were all way too long. Yes. So I searched cropped tracksuit bottoms 
Okay. And the on the picture, like they were halfway down the girl's shins, like they were pure short. And was I asked for the tall? inches. I don't think she was even very tall. Like. Okay, quite taller than us, let's say. Probably. Okay. And I asked for like the length of like the inside seam. And she told me and I was like, yeah, that's exactly the length I'm looking for. It's my leg length, but just a couple of inches up from the ankle. So it gives the illusion of leg length. Do you know, Ooh, I do illusion. love a little little cropped leg. Um, so those are the tracksuit bottoms. They've got like neon orange stripes down the sides. Uh, what t-shirt am I wearing? Oh, this t-shirt has an interesting story. I don't oh, right. even realize that I wore it today. Wow. I swear, this like pennies oh, striped colourful t-shirt. Oh, I remember that. I have a picture of you in that t-shirt on my wall from Youth Theatre GPO. Yeah, and how long ago was that? Like, this is an old t-shirt. 2016. <laughs> Mal, what's going on? That t-shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. That but it's like, I, I was working today. So like, that's why I'm yeah. wearing like tracksuit bottoms and an old t-shirt. And then yeah. this fleece is one that's very close to my heart. I wear it like every day when I'm trying to be cozy. It's a Tola Vintage, navy yeah. and white quarter zip fleece pure baggy and it's got that i love this option that some clothes have where you can oh, the like stretchy thing it's kind of yeah. well it's not i think it's lost its stretch but you can like can can you hear that people you like you That's you nice. push up the plastic thing so that it, it turns into like a cropped jumper i could go on but yeah, yeah. that's that's who i'm wearing today wow i kind of love how we're doing a fashion podcast and we're both in tracksuit bottoms we did not Yay. prepare. We did not prepare. No, we prepared our notes, but like yeah. it's a it's a weekday. It's it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, guys. Come on, we're, it's a Tuesday afternoon. What can we say? So tell me, bring me through your journey of clothes, Misha. I don't know if I have a journey, but I'll do moments that stick out to me is probably the handiest thing. So I remember being quite small. Let's say three or four. And I always had to wear these pink Barbie wellies. And my parents were like, it's just a phase. It's fine. I had to wear these wellies daytime and nighttime. And obviously my parents wanted to take the wellies off me when I'm going to bed. And after a few weeks, they realized Misha is going to scream until she has the wellies on to fall asleep. So Misha slept in the wellies for a while and is speaking in the third person. <laughs> and yeah, so I had those wellies for years and years and years until my feet grew out of them, really. And I had to sleep in them all the time. I, pro I probably had a bath in them as well, let's be honest. Like, um, So that was that phase. And then I remember I had a really colourful phase where I thought anything matches once it's the same colour. And my family have pictures <laughs> of this certain outfit and they will slag me about it. And I used to feel really bad about it. But now I'm like, no, I'm going to embrace this fashion moment because I thought I looked class. So let's picture a yellow t-shirt with some kind of <laughs> cheesy girl's t-shirt thing on it says something like I'm cool or something silly <laughs> and then we have blue shorts with green flowers that also have a yellow belt so we have a yellow belt to match the yellow t-shirt but we have bright blue shorts with green flowers and then go with me we have socks that are supposed to go to the ankle that are pulled up to the knee that are blue <laughs> covered in yellow ducks okay yellow duck socks pulled up to the knee and then I think I had like a blue or yellow converse kind of shoe and my family were like, what are you thinking? And I was like, I look amazing. I did Is this pic going to go up on the gram now after this pod goes out? I'm so, I don't know. I, everyone was like, oh, we'll have to like share that picture around for your 18th. And I was like, please don't, please don't. I'm going to embrace that outfit. I looked class. I looked so good. If I can find it, I will get it. Yeah. I feel, it, feel, it sounds like you were wearing your personality. I was. I, and I <laughs> thought I was class because I was wearing yellow and blue, like Roscommon colours, but I also had a oh, bit yeah. of green. Leitrim colours. How's things? Do you know? <laughs> so I was, I, was, I was embracing my, like, county border situation. 
you know? <laughs> uh, very self-aware for a child. Yeah, look at me go. Very fashion forward. And then I remember I had like, of course, when I was about 12, 13, I had the, you know, the side bangs, not like straight bangs. You know, that when you pull the hair down oh, and it goes yeah. across your chin diagonally. I had that, the heavy eyeliner phase, ironic t-shirts with like smiley faces on them and that kind of bullshit. Um, yeah. What else happened? Um, a lot of pairs of Converse, you know? My dad got myself and Lauren for Christmas one year Converse with our names stitched down the back of them. <gasps> and I had Misha star in the back of my Converse and I was like, check me out. So yes, very cool. cool. Um, How did like you this... like get to the style that you have now? I still feel like I'm in a bit of a transitional period. I think, actually, we were talking about this in our last, uh, or one of our last podcasts about jobs. I think working quite young and working where I had to look nice as part of my job because I would have been dealing with people and they have to trust me to do up their houses. So mm. I had to look quite nice. So that really helped. Because um, I just had to figure out, right, I have to have a nice outfit for going into this job because and I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. When I was working on commission, I found the nicer I dressed, the more money I made that day. Which sounds really Listen, bad. I mean, like we live in a commercial, superficial world and yeah. a good fit goes a long way. I'm not talking about <laughs> getting my titties out here. I'm just talking about like if I wore high heeled boots or if I like some days I'd go in and I just wear like skinny jeans. But if I happen to wear a dress like commission was through the roof, Mal, that's all I'll say. So yes. I think my jobs helped me a good bit. And my cousin Daniel is a big inspiration of mine. We're going to talk about him in a little while. Absolutely amazing person. Um, where did my well introduce introduce Daniel first before we yes, I go will. on? Uh, Daniel is my cousin. Daniel Fitzgibbon, his fashion design house. He's going to kill me if I say this wrong. It's called Daniel Fitz. There we go. You can find them on Instagram. Please do. He's there. He's amazing. Um, yes, and he studied fashion design in Griffith College. I think he graduated the same year as you, Molly. So he's kind of had the last year out of college. And yes, very talented designer. He kind of, like, we grew up together. He's practically my brother. We're just, like, that close. You know, those cousins that are pretty much like siblings. Absolutely. Um, yes. So, yeah, he's very, very talented. And he always kind of wanted to do fashion design. He'd always be sketching things, designing things. Always an amazing sense of fashion. So I would have always kind of learned from him. Or, like, he'd do something very clever. And I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to try that. Um. Yeah, where did my fashion sense come from? I just, I think... As you can tell, the fearless moment with the duck socks and blue shorts. I'm not, I like to try things, even if they don't look great. <laughs> I like to try it out, you know? So that's, Absolutely, that's but like that's that's how you find your style. Yeah. Like people always look back and cringe at those really questionable fits they would have worn as a kid or yeah. as a as a teenager or whatever but that that was us figuring it out you know and like we're going to be looking back again in 10 years and being like oh jeez what were you doing wearing those fleeces those bottoms those doc martin boots <laughs> yeah i remember as oh, well my mom oh sorry my mom used to always dress myself and my sister who's a year older than me identical like we'd have the same dress <laughs> the same haircut the same everything school picture day was a nightmare because we'd have the same scratchy jumpers on oh what did yep. that do to your psyche? <laughs> you just saw me, like all the life just went from my eyes. <laughs> the, well, the pictures are still all over the kitchen. Next time I'll show you. Um, yeah, that's a funny one. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like the likes of identical twins that people have the crack with and they dress up yeah, yeah. like they dress them up the same. Yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like myself, and Lauren would have passed for twins, I'd say, till we were both. Yeah. 13, 14, when I started dyeing my hair, and Lauren's hair is a bit lighter than mine. Um, 
but loads of people used to ask if we were twins because we are quite like I'm I'm a little bit taller than her even though I'm younger yes I'm putting that on the podcast so everybody knows <laughs> I'm taller um, so we would have been quite similar um I probably look a little bit older actually maybe I do I don't know hmm. so people would have thought we were twins yeah why do we dress identical twins the same mom always said it was so she didn't lose us they, so there'd be two girls in pink jumpers <laughs> but would that, not, would that not cause for confusion because you'd be like right I have one I have Misha and then like Misha's by your side and then you see Misha in the corner of your eye and you think okay Misha's there I'm looking for Lauren but that was actually Lauren oh I don't know would you not just dress get... actually do you know what speaking of finding things um recently had a little Zalando binge and I bought mm. a few bits um and I got a yellow handbag and Bigger, small. It was, it's a small like under the armpit kind of handbag which nice. I really wanted yay and they didn't have it in black and black is like my go-to handbag color and mm. I was like fuck it I'm gonna go for the weird color yay and but I'm so thrilled because I, I don't feel like I'm gonna lose it now because it's yeah. yellow <laughs> great absolutely I never like us? lose lose it but it would just be yeah. lying somewhere like right next to me and I'd be like it's gone it's gone it's gone but not yeah. anymore. Speaking of iconic handbags, can we talk about the role Claire's accessories had on our lives? As Whoa, yes. yes. We had can I tell the story? Handbag with skulls. Yes, please. Okay, so a while ago when house visits were allowed, yeah. um, Misha came over to McGaff and we were doing our makeup and we were taking a few selfies for the promo and also just hanging out because in case you guys yeah. didn't realise, we're friends. Sometimes. And <laughs> and uh, what? Oh yeah, we uh, oh, we're doing my makeup. We're doing our makeup. I was doing and... your face as well. We were both doing your face of makeup. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, and I have this uh, makeup bag that I keep all the bits in, and it's a bag that I've had lying around since I was a child. It was one of those things from Claire's that I spent my communion money on yeah and Misha like and this just felt it felt like really unique it felt almost like a vintage piece because I probably bought it in like 2007 yeah uh, and like I just it just didn't feel like something that would be around in someone else's possession and Misha was like I had that exact same bag and I was like no it's like a black little Avril Lavigne style handbag with little neon skulls oh that was that was my whole aesthetic for a long long time we should put up a picture of it and see did other people have it if you wouldn't mind that could be really cool absolutely yeah Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that was that was the bag of our time to be I don't know what it was with my so I went through my Avril Lavigne phase probably from like the age of six to eleven you know with like bits and bobs of other influences coming through you know we had Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana they were big influences on me as well yes um so I went through that phase then and maybe it was just like the school I went to I went to a very ga head tiny tiny school and I just felt like I was the only girl going through that phase interesting now that like ever since going to college and meeting people from like other sides of the country and even yourself I know you're not like from miles away from me but we still went to a completely different primary school and secondary school mm-hmm. and hearing about your little you know scene phase when you were a kid oh I'll I just get kinda, into it and you having <laughs> like that same Avril Lavigne handbag than me it just feels a bit yeah. like wow I wasn't as lonely as I thought that's it oh it's so cute yeah I think so um and then I think it all came together with our 1975 moment as well I think it all yes. just kind of led up to where it needed to be 
Mm-hmm. I wonder every kid that liked Avril Lavigne as a child, did they go on to like the 1975 as a teenager? Ah, uh, probably. Hopefully. Yeah. I'd love to hear about people's transitions because, you know, some people went from like Avril Lavigne to One Direction or some people went to like yeah. High School Musical to Foo Fighters and stuff like that. You know, I'd love to hear about people's <laughs> music transitions. The transition I of feel High like... School Musical to Foo Fighters come through. <laughs> I feel like people's music interests as a kid and as a teenager really influenced what they wore. Yeah. And I think it influenced what Dunn's had as well because like the only clothes I really bought when I was a kid, my my mum bought for me when I was a kid uh, and young teenager was from Dunn's. Like I never, if I went to Athlone for pennies, it was just like, don't let her in there. She'd want everything. And I kind of preferred Dunn's to Penny's. I don't know. I feel like they had more Hannah Montana bits. Like, I think they had like more three quarter length pink leggings. And I loved Hannah Montana's like long sparkly tops. Yes, it was the long top under the T-shirt. You know, the long sleeve top under (laughs) the T-shirt. And they didn't match at all. Oh, my God. And the tiny little Ugg boots. Yes. And the leggings. And you'd have about, about two or three inches of ankle on show or shin. Because the leggings wouldn't be long enough and the boots wouldn't be long enough. Oh my goodness me. Oh, she was an icon. (laughs) What else? Yeah, no, I loved, like, I bought those, um, like, neon pink and black ties from Claire's. Yes! And I just wore them over a t-shirt. Yes! Yes! And I loved, like, my little neon green and pink skull badges. And I had them on, like, baggy t-shirts that belonged to my brothers. And I wore, like, my brother's cargo shorts. And I wore, like, a backward baseball hat Class. oh like I had all of her I had all of Avril Lavigne CDs and like though you know the little booklets in CDs with all oh, like yeah, the yeah, song yeah. lyrics in them yeah I like cut them up and I taped them to my wall and I like highlighted lyrics and I like doodled on them and I was like I wonder what she'd look like with a bit of blue in her hair and I started like coloring in her hair blue wow. <laughs> but not That's in a way so that I was like vandalizing her pictures no, 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 I just no, no, loved no. her so much I was like what would You're she look like with an out. extra layer of yeah. eyeliner and I just I really wanted her like long hair with like pink streaks in it and I wanted her like smudgy eyeliner yes. and her fishnets and it's funny because I bought a little dress for my birthday which is yes, the 5th of June say happy birthday to me please I know Yay. um and I got this that like pink be out after your birthday I'm sorry Oh, we're going to crop that and put it on the story, I know. Um, but I got a pink frilly dress and I was just thinking, like, I normally when I buy things like this, I just sell it on Depop afterwards because I'm not going to wear it again. Mm-hmm. Problematic, I know, but bear with me. Um, and I was kind of thinking, if you wore that with fishnets, Converse... Yes. And something else. It would look like something from Avril Lavigne's second album. You could put one of those ties over it as well. I'll try and find, actually. I'll try and find the picture that I'm looking for. Just Avril Lavigne in, like, a tutu skirt. Yeah, Um, I have the vision. Like, I know what you mean. Oh, the tutu skirts as well. But who else, like, influenced you? Like, did you dress like that? Or was High School Musical your aesthetic? Or, like, what was the story there? I don't think High School Musical was. But I think after my swoopy, diagonal fringe emo hair stage then I went into dip dyeing so I would have had the bottom half of my hair blue purple pink and not like a light tint it was very very bright we had green all the colors I went through every color till god for a long time yeah I don't know why well, like clothes like a good idea. <laughs> any, yeah, any um, other clothes influences Band t-shirts, definitely. Oh, We've yes. talked about my trip to Hot Topic. I think I spent like $100 on like four t-shirts. Um, 
I hate to say it, my school uniform a lot of the time. I'm thinking about what oh, I would have yeah. worn in my teens and five days a week I was in my school uniform. Kind of yeah. made things handy. Like, <laughs> Jesus, those American TV shows where they got to wear whatever they wanted to school. How did they always... And you know, like back then, the style in like the noughties was like long-sleeved, stripy t-shirt and a short-sleeved yeah. t-shirt over it. Like, how do they have a new one for every day? Oh, God. <laughs> and a I, new pair of thought, ripped yeah. baggy jeans. I remember starting college and thinking, I can just wear what I want. This is mad. I can just wear yeah. whatever I want. Oh, I just wore if... black jeans for like the fourth, the first month because I was like, I don't know what to wear. But then college friends actually really inspired my style. Um, being oh, God, really cool artsy people. Yeah, really, really. Oh, finished. sure. Like, but like before you even go to college, if you go to the Gwail Tucks and like the girls from Dublin and their style, like these are girls who have Hollister down the road, people. All we had down the road was Duns. Guess. But like, I'm, like I'm sure a lot of people would agree. Like the the fucking competition in the whale talk at the Kayleys, when the, you know the girls from Dublin were just going to show you up with whatever they had. It's the same when you go to the college though, because you meet so yeah. many people there who, like, just imagine having done drum down the road. Like, yeah, this is that a uh, image? <gasps> well, we'll have to put that up as well. Oh, I see. Yeah, that would work with the dress you have. Well, I think I might recreate it. Maybe. I don't know. It might be a bit For the out listener, there. we should just let them know what it is. Yeah, so it's Avril Lavigne uh, sitting in a pub, um, curled up, looking very nervous. Looks like she's wearing black contour. Brave move. Um, mm-hmm. She's wearing like a pink, fluffy tutu dress with black fishnets and black converse and lots of like Billie Eilish-y... Um, Jewelry. I wonder was Billie Eilish influenced by Avril Lavigne, and I want to recreate this look. Oh, she'd have to be like she's our age. I'd say so. But like, would people? She's like Billie Eilish is nineteen, and I feel like Avril Lavigne was a short-lived enough fad. Yeah, maybe she. But like, if Avril Lavigne made it all the way to Ireland, think how big she would have been in America to make it all the way to Ireland. This is fair. This is fair. I just feel like maybe Avril Lavigne was closed, closed, cloned, because we don't hear that much of her anymore. I saw Kesha on TikTok the other day and I didn't know what was going on. Whoa, how's she getting on? She's grand. She was just, she made a TikTok to say, hi, I'm Kesha and I'm on TikTok now. Her style is very Avril Lavigne-y as well. Yeah, that's, you see, sometimes I get them confused because, you know, two blonde American women who sing. Not to this is true. Their voices aren't even that different. That's now sometimes. That I think about it. Oh my god! Did we just solve the whole cloning conspiracy? It's theory? Kesha. Avril Lavigne is Kesha. Kesha is Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot. We're changing so, the topic of the podcast. <laughs> I need a pin board and some pins and some wire to figure this all out. Charlie Day, I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fingerless gloves as well during my yes. Avril Lavigne phase. Yeah, I used to cut the fingers off like normal gloves to make them fingerless Molly. to make them cool. Wow. What a nerd. Yeah, all my communion money. Thank you, Gone. relatives. <laughs> yeah, went in Claire's. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, this was something that I thought was interesting when I was reflecting on like my style and fashion over the years. Um, I really internalised this, this attitude towards femininity from quite an early age yeah. that I kind of thought that femininity was silly and like floozy if that's a word I yeah like, I think I get that too yeah I would have yeah. liked that as well it might have just been like I think it might just be a normal phase that a lot of young girls go through but I just I wanted to be a boy I wanted to dress like the boys I wanted to hang out with the boys 
and I just thought like girly stuff. I almost it all like reflecting on it. I almost think maybe dressing like a boy made me feel safer. Yeah, I think so too. I because boys are tough and ways. boys don't get tough or boys yeah. don't get hurt. You know. Yeah, like some. I remember I was getting the dart recently, and it was quite late. It was after. It was I think it was about ten o'clock at night, and I had all my gear with me from working on a film, and I had. dodgy people on the dart obviously so I had my hood up I had a big corduroy shirt I had my big headphones on me and I looked I'd pass for a guy I had a mask on I literally looked like a guy and nobody said anything to me and normally on the dart you always get like a dodgy guy like how are you love so like yeah that was a tangent but I do prefer sometimes wearing more masculine clothes just to feel a bit safer yeah and I've kind of been testing that recently like I'm not someone who is very feminine in my aesthetic most of the time. Um, like heels, I hardly ever wear them. Dresses mm. and skirts, hardly ever wear them. Um, I'm getting my nails done for the first time in Whee! a week or so. Um, you know, wouldn't even that be that into like big jewelry. I like like simplistic jewelry, whatever. But I've just been testing my limits lately because I'm realizing that it comes from this place of like needing to look more like a boy to feel safer and i know i'm gender genderizing gendering clothes a lot here but so mm. i'll just say masculine and feminine clothes rather than boys clothes and girls clothes because obviously mm. it's not the same for everyone um but yeah i'm trying to lean more into feminine clothes just because like the only reason i feel like that about boys clothes or yeah, masculine clothes is because of conditioning and yeah. like jesus i was I don't think slut shamed is the right term, but basically I was brought up with the idea that a short skirt is more dangerous than a disrespectful man. Yeah. That like that idea was like instilled in me growing yeah. up. So I don't like, agree with the idea, sorry, I just agreed that it was instilled. Yeah. 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 And I need to and like, you know, I've met people over the past couple of years who can wear short skirts and short shorts and just like feel comfortable in their own skin and it's so gorgeous and mm-hmm. I'm still not even at a place where I can feel comfortable wearing leggings sometimes, do you know, just because yeah. they're like revealing or whatever. And yeah, I'm just I'm just really not happy that I was brought up, you know, at, be, being told as a child, you can't wear this because you'll get hurt, yeah. do you know? Fucked up. When it's just a pair of leggings or just a dress or a skirt. Like, it's not... Uh, I yeah, understand. But like, it's, it's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so nice to be brought up with the idea of, like, you can wear what you want. It's it's down to, you know, if something happens to you, it's not your fault. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, your clothes shouldn't determine your safety. Yeah. Or how okay you're going to be in the world. Exactly. Um... But like, I love experimenting and me and you, like, we're always trying out new things. And I do love like, I love the aesthetic of like bagginess and stuff like that. But I was kind of thinking of that today. And like, I don't know, I've quite like a femme body type, like I've big tits and big arse. And even if I wear like baggy clothes, (laughs) even if I try like the baggy look, it still looks like a woman underneath all that material. Do you know the kind of way? Like, I um, love a dr- an androgynous yeah. look. I like, think I sometimes love, like, I can get away with a bit of androgyny. I'm not going to lie. I think I can. It's um, so cool. 
I mean, I got a big caboose. I can't lie, but I can get away with it if it's like a suit trouser or something like that. Absolutely. And I love Absolutely. it. I love it. I love wearing like, um, there's a really cool brand I'm going to plug. They're called Common Lines and they sell men's jewellery. I bought some Ooh, stuff I will off take them though. Note. And they do some, like they're big, chunky, heavy chains, but they're class. I love that with like a suit jacket. Chef's kiss. Delightful. But while we're here though, yeah. do you ever feel like those baggy clothes and that kind of like sharp lines and stuff can make you feel like less of a woman? Sorry, that's woman is less feminine is probably the better way to say it. Mm. Uh, less feminine. Absolutely. Well, no, because like underneath all that material, I look quite feminine. Okay. And even if I'm wearing stuff that feel less feminine, as in like act less feminine, is that what you're saying? I don't know. I think sometimes I just give myself a bit of a crisis because I have some like quite boxy tailored men's shirts and I'd wear them with yeah. like skinny jeans and chunky runners with my big ass menswear chains on and I look like a fuck boy who goes to BIM. I will hopefully be a fuck boy who goes to BIM soon. But woohoo. But I like I and I was um snapping our dear friend Zara and I was like, Zara, I look like one of those boys that tries to pick you up but can't have any commitment issues. Like <laughs> Like he's like, oh my god, I really like you, but I just, I just can't commit to anything right now. Like I've dated some of those boys, yeah. God. But like, like you, they'll you text you the for time. a little while and they'll, they'll yeah. hit you with some unresolved trauma, which is why they yes! can't commit. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, that has nothing to do with me. We've been texting for like three days, and you're telling me, oh my god, yeah. I, I actually, I'm gonna put some of them outfits together to show you. But like, I wear them some. I was, I was like, oh, that shirt looked really cool with those jeans. I tried it on. I'm like, I look like a fuckboy who smokes yes um, yep no <laughs> sometimes when i wear my work polo and my black nike skinny jeans and like a r random pair or skinny jeans like skinny tracksuit bottoms and a random pair of runners i'm yeah. like i look like a center boy that you have a crush on from afar <laughs> oh i love the center boys you have a crush on from afar they're the best kind of men yes <laughs> they are they're funny but they're grand um yeah. you can never tell them though you just get your lucas aid and go I'll have a two euro scratch card, please. Thanks. But this is the thing. You can't really, if it's someone who works in your local shop, you can't, if things go wrong, like that's your local shop. Oh, I know, forever. I know. You can't get bread and milk there again, hanging out of your arse. Like, no, you can't. So I want to talk a bit about like transitioning from like my punk phase into like a more femme phase. Okay. And... I think it just came from a place of maybe feeling better in myself. Like I felt less like I needed to hide my skin. Yeah. You know, like discos, sneaking naggins on the buses, meeting boys. <laughs> you know, these things just made me... And you know, like I was growing up as well. There's extra estrogen going on. So <laughs> your gal wanted to show some skin. So I started buying that. a lot of fucking bodycon dresses from Boohoo. But like... This was another thing that was instilled in me and it's not as bad, but it was still a bit toxic that individuality was way better. It was better to look individual rather than to look like everyone else. If you looked like everyone else, it meant you were a dumb bitch and that you were a sheeple. Yeah, I got that so, as well. And so I felt guilty because I really wanted to fit in. I wanted to like, I just wanted to have fun and I wanted to feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I also thought like, oh, I can't fit in too much because then I won't be individual and I won't be special. So I found like a middle ground. So I'd wear like the bodycon dresses and the bodycons and the heels, but like they'd have my own stamp on them. So they might Good. be, I don't know, a funny color or I might wear it with lots of chunky eyeliner or like a bit of mesh material or net material or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed doing that because I felt like I was still like ticking all the boxes, but 
oh, I just got so much shame for dressing the way I dressed when I was a teenager. Like I wanted to show skin. I wanted to have a fun time. I wanted to get a bit of attention, you know, but like mm. just so shamed for it. And like even on holidays when it was fucking 30 degree weather, when we did get to go on holiday, like no pair of shorts was long enough unless it came down to me ankles. Now I don't come from like a born again family or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Where things are like really conservative. But and I just maybe it's like hyper protection or something over your kids where you don't want them to get hurt and that's fine. But like you're still like I'm still stuck with this idea that if I and it's not an idea, it's just like an animalistic instinct that if I show skin I'm gonna get in danger. Mm-hmm. You know? But Catch me putting the fucking bikini pics up on Instagram over the summer because you you better believe that I am self-aware and I'm challenging myself. See you there, girl. Yeah, I'm with you. Hello, snap. <laughs> that's finger snaps in the mic if you're like, what's that noise? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would have... I realised I didn't want to kind of go with the gang. So hmm. I would wear what I wanted to anyway. But of course, with still peer pressure and thinking, oh, I don't know if people like this outfit. But when I'm looking back at pictures, I do stand out a little bit. And I remember, I think I borrowed a dress. Like, I, I didn't go to teenage discos that often because they gave me the ick. And I was suffering with anxiety that I didn't wasn't diagnosed with. And I was like, why are loud, loud paces terrifying? Turns out me to have anxiety. Anyway, um, and I remember going to teenage discos. And I didn't want any boys near me. I just was trying to not have a panic attack. So I was like, I need to stay here till 12 o'clock and just get home. To any of the boys that ever came up to me in teenage discos, I'm sorry. I was just trying not to die wasn't you there's ghosts in the eyes of all the boys you turned away <laughs> sorry it's not time for i'm sorry carry on <laughs> <laughs> no it's always springsteen time so i remember wearing like the bodycon dresses of course but like i couldn't walk up a staircase i couldn't walk in the queue for mm. disco i couldn't walk to the bathroom without some guy grabbing my ears and i just remember mm. being 14 15 so uncomfortable with boys trying to reach up my skirt like i was i was still a child do you know what i mean yeah. so like i get even though we're talking about outfits but like i was at a teenage disco like you expect that kind of stuff to happen from grown men but when it's like a culture of 13 14 year old boys reaching up girls skirts who are just walking up the staircase what's that all about and like mm. i remember like my friends i don't know if it happened as much to my friends we never really talked about it i just remember it happening a lot to me and i, yeah. I didn't drink when i went to disco so i would have been quite aware of what was going on but i think maybe if my friends were drunk and they wanted to be with boys they wouldn't have minded as much but any any time a guy grabbed me, I would slap the hand of them as strong as I could. And they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Like, we're only having a bit of crack. And like, I'm just thinking like, how, who, where are their mammies? Who raised them mm. that that was okay? I know we're talking about fashion here and it's a bit unrelated. So I would have been quite scared of showing skin for that reason. Because I was like, oh yeah. shit, you know. Mm. It happened to me too. Disorder. Interesting. Mm, sorry. There's my therapy. No, no, no carry on. <laughs> no, I'm just carry thinking on. like... Because I think I'd be similar with you, like being scared to show skin because it's something that's quite shameful is the wrong word, but I'm just going to use it in this context because they're like, oh my God, my legs are out. That's yeah, madness. Hmm. It's almost like you victim blame yourself. Yeah. You know, because it's easier. It's so much easier to victim blame than to actually think that someone could hurt someone in that way. Yeah. No, you know, and that's why victim blaming is you know, especially so prevalent among women because it's better if we can put a reason down to, it's better like, okay, if we don't dress like this, we won't get abused. Yeah. You you know, that's an easy step to follow. But what really has to be done is more education and talking about it with, particularly among men. No, exactly. And like, I know as a 13, 14 year old girl, I was trying 
I was minding my own business. I wasn't talking to boys. I wasn't looking at boys. I'm telling you, I was anxious and trying not to die. So flirting wasn't on my mind. So even as someone who wasn't flirting, I'm not putting blame on anyone other than the boys that were being very inappropriate. Like, absolutely. what's, what's that all about? But um, in my head, I was like, oh, I must have done something. Maybe I looked at those boys. Maybe I talked to them. I'm thinking, no, I was walking up a staircase and they were still being so inappropriate. Like, so that's that's that. But if we're starting that mm. kind of culture in young ones going to teenage discos, they're going to have that kind of mentality for God knows how many years. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my interesting story relating to my very colourful Oh, your t-shirt. Back to your t-shirt, yes. <laughs> um, so I started dating a fella at around 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of this very turbulent, toxic relationship, um, I did a little shopping spree for the Gwiltocht. Um Because I was heading off down to Connemara. And at the same time that I was heading off down to Connemara, he was going off to England. Okay. And it was the separation that brought about the separation that mightn't have happened had I not Mm. educated myself on toxic relationships. Yes. And I did my shopping spree in the Gwildox and I got this uh, really colourful t-shirt from Penny's. And Mm. I was mad about it and I wore it down to his house before I left and before he left. And I was kind of like, do you like my teacher? You know, looking mm-hmm. for a compliment. And he yes. was like, no, it's too comfortable. It's too colourful. For the audience, it is a stripy t-shirt with white, green and orange stripes. It's nothing yeah. crazy. Oh, the orange colours, way! Well, hold on. Is there a bit of purple in there as well? Yeah, no, there's purple and black. Yes, there's a few different It's not colors. the Irish and there's red as well. It's not the Irish. I'm not wearing the Irish but flag. It, but it's, it's not like a rainbow. He would have like hated the, that. The, way, the rainbow kind of, or the white and the rainbow kind of balances. It's a nice neutral tea. Oh dear. No, he was like, no, I don't like it. And I was like, why not? And he was like, it's too colourful or something. And then, from then on, like after that horrible relationship ended, mm-hmm. your girl's been wearing a lot of colours. Yay! <laughs> Do you know, just reclaiming things because this is not someone who liked me being my really no. brash self. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's something I've been challenging myself a lot on because I used to be like so much more brash back then and I used to just walk up to people like Misha out of nowhere and just be able to strike up conversation and I'm not really that kind of person anymore maybe it's like the pandemic making me more introverted I don't know but like I randomly started talking to my boss today about my period now she's a woman and obviously it's more easy it's easier to talk to a woman about that kind of thing but I was just like yeah I think I'm gonna cut out soya milk because I hear it's really high in estrogen and it's not great for my period and she was just like oh shit so what are you gonna drink in your tea and I was like I don't know because I don't like oat milk and tea and she was like I'll try and find something for you (laughs) And like my heart was beating a bit because I was like, maybe I shouldn't have talked about my period to her. But then I was in the car coming home. I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, this is the journey I'm on now. Like, I'm going to be way more honest and upfront with people. But she seems really nice, your boss. Oh, she is. But I was still like, why did I say that? I don't know. I'm full of the fear lately because I'm testing myself. I'm sure, no offense to men, but if you said it to a straight man, they would have been like, but that's on them, not you. You know. But I think I think I was more embarrassed that instead of saying my period, I said my monthlies. <laughs> That's cute. Well, it just I don't know. slipped out because the word period just felt too. Though. 
the word period can scare but, like, people into being hurt. It shouldn't be soft. That's that's me. No, adding it shouldn't be. I'm not. It. I'm not. Uh, no, I don't mean to be adding taboo. I just think when you're bringing it up with your boss, maybe a little bit of softening is okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not supporting it though. What I'm just saying, it's okay that it came out in that moment. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, I'm working on it. That was one of my questions actually like are you sentimental yeah. about clothes do you find it hard to throw out clothes shoes mainly okay because like i feel like shoes you spend a bit more money on so you're less keen to throw them away and like you've come so far in your shoes you yeah, know they've been places mm. yeah like i have a pair of high heels that were literally a tenor but i wore them so much like almost to every teen disco i wore them Class. and they were comfortable and they just, you know, for a 10 year old pair of shoes, they're quite comfortable. Which is like, what you want. Yeah. And they were just like easy to manage and whatever. And they're torn to shreds and I just can't get rid of them. No. The same same with my Stan Smiths, same with, yeah. same with my Fila Chunkies. I just grew up so much in those shoes, you know, I'm so hesitant yeah. to throw them out. It's tough. Yeah. No, I find it tricky as well. Shoes are tricky. I find it tricky to throw clothes as well. You're a great woman for the Depop. I kind of. This is, yeah. No, I don't. Sometimes. When I put something up on Depop and like it gets a lot of likes and it sells out like straight away, I'm a bit like, maybe I shouldn't have sold that if people are telling me it's really nice. But it's just so satisfying getting money back for Mm. clothes that you're not going to wear anymore. And it just keeps the cycle going because I love buying clothes so much. And it's not a materialistic thing anymore. It's genuinely like it feels like a hobby sometimes. Like I love putting an outfit together. I love aesthetics. I'm an artistic person. Um, I will not be shamed for being addicted to buying clothes. Don't, you've shamed me for enough, world. You will not shame me for this. But I'm just adapting so that I can be more sustainable about it mm-hmm. and ethical about it. Um, and, you know, I, I never shop fast fashion anymore. If I do, it's for es- really essential stuff. Socks and jacks, um, yeah. But not even that because then they just wear out really quickly okay. because it's sweatshop stuff. So... And, you know, I'm privileged as well. Like, I, I'm working full time and I'm living in my parents' house. So it's obviously a lot easier for me to shop and be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, Depop really helps because it just feels like I'm giving back. Like, these clothes, they aren't putting a charity shop under pressure and they're not going in a dump somewhere. They're actually going to go to someone and, like, I sell them quite cheap. And I think that's a good option to have as well, you know, that people yeah. can buy cheap clothes if they need it. And, like... You know, I look after me clothes as well. I'm not going to sell them to you as a rag, like, and the photos. I'm just looking at my Depop now. What's <laughs> the, the name of your Depop all... if people want to find you on Depop? It's Muser name. There we it's go. It's Muser name. And do get in touch if you have an offer because I'm quite easy about these kind of things. Not a lot of expensive stuff on there. So things are going quite cheap. But um, no, it's just a nice way to keep the, the cycle going. So if you buy a few new clothes, just throw them up on Depop and like, yeah. Is Depop tricky to use? I've only bought one thing, but is it hard to use to sell things? To sell things? No, it's pretty easy. It's way easier than adverts or done deal. And I've sold things on those things before. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's a bit of fun as well. It's a lot more personal. Like you actually mm. get to talk to someone and be like, oh, what's the history of this? Or like how many inches long is the inside of that sleeve? And <laughs> it's it's easy because I've got a weird body type. Like I've got small waist, but huge hips and thighs and really short legs. So buying jeans is a nightmare yeah, it's tricky. Mm-hmm. 
So I need to literally ask, like, what's the thigh circumference? What's the hip circumference? What is the waist circumference in inches? People are out with the their measuring seam. tapes when they see Molly. Oh Cohen. yeah, get the tapes. I will out, not. Lads. I will not buy anything anymore unless I know the exact measurements. I've gone through too much hell, and it's not that like. See, this is the thing as well. You feel bad about your body if you buy something and the size that fits you in one shop doesn't fit you in another yeah, shop. It's when so it's just that just not everything is made for your body type. And it's actually a bit of a rant I have about this Y2K trend. Yes, please tell me. Because, so the Y2K trend is kind of like early 2000s stuff. Yep. And a lot of that is low rise jeans and pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks really cool, love it. Um, I tried to get down and trendy with this and I bought myself some really cool like Avril Lavigne style low-waisted um, yeah. flared trousers with like a cool buckle on them. They're really, really cool. And they, they're they like, I checked the measurements and everything. They should have, they should fit me exactly. But because mm. I've got a massive arse, they literally stick out in weird places along okay. the waistband. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't do that if I was a bit flatter, say. Yeah. And it's like, can you really make good clothes and can you really be you know a well acclaimed designer if you're not going to make clothes that fit all body types now message me on instagram right now and tell me about a brand that are doing good early 2000s clothes for curvy bodies and i'll be Mm. all over that but just from my experience of buying that kind of clothes so far they're not um adhering to my body type and i just you know if it suits some body types doesn't maybe doesn't and you know all well and good for you if you have the body type for it but you know i just think clothes should be more democratic not democratic Um, i know what you mean yeah yeah democracy with clothes make it for everyone yeah because a lot of those trends are based on who's coming to mind Uh, like kendall jenner wearing like just a long white shirt like a men's shirt but like say if i did that i'd look like i'm a small irish girl wearing a white shirt <laughs> not kendall jenner, jenner walking her doberman do you know what i mean so like yeah also she's a doberman now now dobermans are trendy i did it first sorry not sorry because <laughs> um, everyone she had a doberman they're like oh my god dobermans are so cool now i'm like what hmm interesting anyway <laughs> yeah a lot of those trends are kind of designed for that body type where you're like five foot nine. i'm not shaming these people i'm just putting it out that they're like they're five foot nine and they're like a size two yeah. And like apparently like I'd be about a size eight and apparently on TikTok that's a medium but where I shop in like my t-shirt size is a small and my friend Laura was talking about this on TikTok we were kind of the same size clothes and she was like why on TikTok am I a medium but in other shops I'm like an extra small or a small why are we making the measurements more confusing what's that all why about? what are people buying on TikTok that there's a medium I don't know, but like say like, oh, TikTok's crazy for all like the, I don't know, have you seen the TikTok leggings? They're these TikTok leggings. leggings? Yeah, they're these leggings that have kind of like a mesh design that they're supposed to lift up your bum. And I remember my darling friend, our darling friend Zara got a pair and they were very see-through and they weren't ideal. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of kind of, or trends, places like Sheen or probably like Pretty Little Thing and stuff like that, where the clothes just last for one or two wears. Yeah. Now yeah. I have heard, I have heard people say that sometimes when it comes to like bigger sizes, it can be really hard to shop sustainable or even yeah. vintage. And sometimes mm-hmm. the likes of Pretty Little Thing or Sheen are the only places that will facilitate for those sizes, yeah. which is fair. And 
you know, it just brings it back to the sustainability movement. Like, are you yeah. facilitating for all body types? Yeah. What's your experience like with like charity shops and like vintage shops and everything, stuff like that? Always good. I can find some of the vintage shops in Dublin a little bit like pretentious, maybe. Yeah. Like if you go in there and you're just having a look or you're not sure of things. I can also find them a bit expensive. Oh, so expensive. I find that a bit off-putting because I'm like, I just wanted a plain white t-shirt and I'm not some like I get my plain white t-shirts and duns. I'm just going to say it. So if I can get a duns t-shirt for four euro rather than paying 20 euro for a vintage white t-shirt. Yeah, I'm a broke student. Sorry. This was a huge struggle for me in college because all my friends had such cool vintage clothes. I started hanging out with people from Dublin and Wicklow and stuff and they all had really cool clothes and all these vintage clothes are so expensive. But then I found kilo sales. They changed my life. Now I still spent a lot of money in the kilo sales, but I got some unreal clothes and there's a kilo shop somewhere in Temple Bar. It's like an underground kilo shop. Let's I've got go. some clothes in there that changed my life. Ooh, could you tell me about some of them? Absolutely. I got this like beige pair, like chino kind of things. Mm-hmm. High-waisted, flowy leg. Classic. Um, it kind of looks like something that a woman would wear in an 80s film. Yeah. With like a oversized blouse tucked in. Oh, cool. And I was reared on those cheesy 80 films. Yes, of course. Um, Like the likes of Deep Impact and Ghost and stuff. And yeah, I yeah. just loved those flowing pants. And I think they're coming back into fashion. I'm seeing a lot of like influential yeah, girls wearing them I'm seeing more of them pants coming in. Mm. Mm, I think they're in stock in Urban Outfitters at the moment. But yeah, I got these for seven euro in the kilo shop in te- like the underground count- temple bar and temple underground kilo shop in temple bar. And they fit perfectly, which is Yay. so random for a fucking... Seven kilo euro. shop and seven euro and they the length was perfect on them as well and this is like I'm allergic to buying trousers because I just know the length is going to be way too long mm-hmm. and yeah I, I think I wore them for a whole year I you know yes. they were comfy so I could cycle in them I wore them to college I wore them to work now the thing is looking back it's a bit questionable because sometimes I wore them like I was going for like a talking heads kind of vibe wearing them with like okay. white runners yes do you know cool. and that it might have been a bit questionable sometimes because I was wearing them with like a normal t-shirt and it's like what's why does that girl always wear beige chinos <laughs> uh, I don't see any you know, the, it was, white t-shirts it was a bit a of a dressy vibe and I just felt I dressed it down a bit too much okay it's hard to be in the middle sometimes but from what I can tell you would have been going from college to work to all these places so you had a busy day oh, yeah. so I mean it's okay oh no like yeah, for in some circum like not everyone can be their most stylish selves sometimes, but you know, I'm, I'm in a tracksuit bottom doing a fashion podcast, so sorry. <laughs> well, come on, we're at home and it's the pandemic. Yeah. And so tra- tracksuit bottoms can be fashionable, okay? I'm all for the tracky fashion. We used to dress up for podcast recordings. Remember that? We used to put makeup on for podcast <gasps> recordings, Molly. Come on now. Yeah, but it's a weekday <laughs> as well. Like I'm just I'm not going to dress up on a weekday. Friends, come on. I describe my style as kind of like straight boy realness, but like kind of also meets like bad and bougie, like beyond extra. But like that's kind of just mainly if you're kind of doing out, kind of going out type vibes. 
but yeah kind of very much like straight boy realness like oversized hoodie tracksuit bottoms but like then pair it with like a blazer and it's iconic do you know yeah sorry before we carry on i love a casual look with a blazer yes Daniel's a great man for like a black blazer. If you're wondering, that was Daniel, my cousin, giving us our, his fashion tips. Yeah, he's a great man for like, and I got a lovely black blazer as well. And I'm trying to wear it a bit more. Inspiration. Thank you, Daniel, so much. Amazing. Great. Something, and it was actually one of the it gals, uh, gals who inspired me to do this, but bike shorts with an oversized blazer. Okay. <clears throat> I see. Yes, I, I, I have got into the bike shorts trend. I've seen it on other people. It looks great. I think I'm just a bit subconscious about my legs. But I see it on other people and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I think it's it. this is the summer for it because I had a lovely pair of bike shorts and I lost them. I lost like a big pile of clothes that I brought to a festival and Uh-oh. they were some of my some of my summer gems. So nothing worse than Molly's clothes. clothes. Please reach out. Thanks. I will do anything. I'll pay ransom. We'll get rid of the other kidney for that pile of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Will I play another one? A kidney each, Mish. Come on. <laughs> What's a kidney among friends, Mal? <laughs> More Daniel. Okay, so people who kind of inspire me within fashion would be McQueen, Balenciaga, Marc Jacobs, Vivian Westwood, um, Victoria Beckham, Naomi Campbell, Bella Hadid, Simone Rocha. And then kind of like if you look at drag, like Naomi Smalls, um, Ahura, Taste. Bimini Bamboulash is an icon. And then like Aquaria, Balachachki, Simone. And then I kind of like influencers. I love John Mangru, icon. And then Grania Bins as well. There are two of them, especially within Ireland, I feel like are just so inspiring because they just wear what they want and do. They be them, you know? Yay. Yes, yes, yes. Just the people, just as he described, like the people who just wear what they want. That's it. There's a Ugh. lot of confidence that comes with that. Amazing. We love that. Mm. Like who either like out of that list or who's come out of Drag Race have you just been like, I am in love with this style? Um, He was saying they're Bimini Bambulush and like I'd love her, her, they, I think they use they pronouns as well because they don't really worry about gender binaries and they're very much talking about let's mess up the patriarchy a bit and I'm like, yes. Let's do that. Thank you so much. Um, Taste is also amazing. I don't know. Did you see the UK drag race this year? No, not yet. Get onto God a kid. Damn. Get onto a kid. God the damn. style is immaculate. Amazing. Stunning immaculate. Love a bit of Mark Jacobs. Love mm. a bit of Mark. Could never say no. What about you? There's some Vivian Westwood jewellery on Depop. I think it might be vintage Vivian Westwood. I uh, like, uh, you're looking at like 50 to 100 euro for like a necklace okay. or a pair of earrings. But there's a yeah. part of me that's just like, it's only like, I can buy that. No one, no one's telling me not to. <laughs> you have adult money now. No one's stopping you. Getting, having, owning your own money, owning your own money. <laughs> but like having your own money is so dangerous. It is. I know. I know, but like treating yourself is so important. Absolutely. <sighs> but you also have to love it. Like you can't just be buying something just because it's the brand or it's the name, you know? Oh yeah, no, you have to genuinely care about the piece. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent me a few more, but I think there's a very important one about sustainability that I might play if that's okay. Do, 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 do. First of all, stop shopping 
from fast fashion brands, especially the likes of Pretty Little Thing, Misguided, Boohoo, or Nasty Gal. Girls, don't be going out and buying a dress or an outfit just for one night and then you just never wear it again. Like, just don't. It's bad for the environment. Like, that dress that you wear once will end up in a landfill polluting the soil, so stop it. Um, second thing is go shop in charity shops or just walk around. You never know what you're going to find. Um, you, you might be lucky. You might find a gorgeous, like, little Vivian Westwood bag, Ralph Lauren shirt. You just, actually, you never know what you're going to find in charity shops. Um, thirdly, if you can, support local designers, especially after the shit show of a year that we've had. Everyone's kind of struggling to get along. Um, but try honestly try support Irish designers. Um, like there's some amazing Irish designers out there. Like there's John Mangrew, there's Jess Jess Farley Designs, there's Colin Hargan, there's Daniel Fitz. Hashtag shameless plug right there. <laughs> like that's only some of them off the top of my head. Like honestly, there's so many talented young Irish designers. And then finally, if you can, like, treat yourself. Invest in something that's more expensive. Like, invest in a jumper that might be 100 euro. But, like, honestly, that 100 euro jumper is going to last years. Especially if you treat, like, look after it well and treat it well. It's going to last you a while. So, honestly, try and invest in a few pieces that especially staple pieces that you know you're going to wear and you're going to love and have for years try and invest in pieces that you know are going to last you a while i'm going to talk about two things that he said there Mm -hmm. um i'm completely on board with the fast fashion thing and completely agree but i think sometimes like if you think about it through the lens of affordability yeah. And just how much certain brands that are sustainable, like how accommodating they are to different body types. Yeah. I don't think everyone is able to move away from fast fashion yet. But I think what is a good, so while it's good to advocate for fast fashion, I think if you shame people who are buying fast fashion, I just don't think that's the way forward either because you're you're looking at affordability and you're looking at different body types as well that mightn't fit all the sustainable brands so you have to just keep that in mind when you're advocating for fast fashion i believe oh yeah and i know i know daniel doesn't mean it in a way that's like only f- absolutely not i know that like he well, would yeah. totally understand it's, it's well it's about what people can afford as well to this put clothes it. on your this back but i think it's more being conscious of like oh i could get a dress for a pretty little thing but if maybe if i had a little bit of extra money i could get one from depop or maybe I'd find a nicer mm. one on Depop, but it might take a little bit longer. Yeah, mm. we're not we're not totally saying never use fast fashion again. We're just saying maybe just think about it. I loved as well what he said about investing in something that yeah. is yours, and like there's this amazing um, jewelry shop in Dublin called Chupi or Chuppy or something. Okay, and it's it's like it's jewelry. It's like high fashioned, high end jewelry, and it's all like handmade or whatever, and, and quite expensive and very beautiful. Yeah. But they market it in a way that's like, they you know they post long 
beautiful stories about women coming in having finished their PhD and buying themselves an engagement ring that's just for themselves or women who might have had a miscarriage and they buy like a necklace to remember their baby and like it's all about investing in yourself like they rarely probably never put up engagement stories or marriage stories or anything like that it's a lot about women taking control of their own jewellery and taking ownership of their own style and I think that's a huge thing that we can all advocate for in ourselves like you know if you can invest in something that's just going to be for you and that you really really like and that it will last you ages and it's something you can look after and take out on special occasions and know that you bought this for your damn self like there's yeah. something it always comes up on my recommended on depop amazing it's like a just an off-white nike jumper okay and like it's oversized and cute and it's something that like Chandler or Joey would have worn a lot on Friends with yeah, like the yeah. beach jeans. It's really cool looking. Class. It's always going for like 90 or 100 quid. Okay. And I know it's going for that price because, you know, it was such a staple piece on Friends and people yeah, think yeah. it's super cute and it's the 90s look. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's a timeless piece as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, there's some pairs of like maybe like Levi's jeans that you know are just always going to be good. Or like yes. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just Daniel was saying as well in one of the first voice messages about wearing casual stuff but adapting it, or not adapting it, but like dressing it in a way that you can wear the casual thing out. Yeah. And what mm. comes to mind is Ariana Grande wearing her like knee length hoodies with like knee high boots. Boots, yeah, exactly. And a full face of makeup and she goes Amazing. out looking like that or do, does a gig like that and I'm just like, yes, Plus, I love. Yeah amazing so that's that's us then thank you so much for having a listen in about us talking about fashion and clothes and loads of tangents in between if you want to get in touch with us we're on instagram twitter and facebook at infernus pod you can send us a message we'd love to have a chat with you and if you wouldn't mind subscribing if you can or liking or sharing put us on the story if you can tell your parents tell your friends tell your cousins tell anybody however you feel like i'm here snapping and nodding along just enjoying the journey Uh, thanks so much for coming on this journey with us about clothes it was very reflective and nice and I learned a lot I learned a lot and thanks for getting in touch on the Insta we didn't get to all the Instas but I just didn't feel like they were the vibe I think we were just getting lost in our own conversation yeah we got got there uh, (laughs) and our submission from Danny as well and you know he's he's professional in fashion and he knows an awful lot so it was good to hear from him and we'll probably have him on in a podcast down the line for like a full-on interview because i have a crow to pluck as they would say on the thl podcast (laughs) if a crow to pluck Um, Uh, loads of crows to pluck and to make a jacket out of Um, no do not promote animal made fashion animal made fashion that's a thing now (laughs) no 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 no. we're cats with sewing machines oh cute no 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 no. anyway Anyway, have a lovely evening or morning or whatever time of the day it is. Maybe you're listening to this in the middle of the night. Sorry. <laughs> Doing impressions of cats on the snow machine. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting weird. I'm getting weird. Thanks so you're much for friends. listening. Have a gorgeous week. You'll hear from us next week. See you all later. Bye 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 bye